Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Ayn Gimel Omud Beis. We're discussing now the Mishnah of the 39 Malachis. So he's going to go through each of the Malachis, most of the Malachis, to explain them, what they are, what the Halachis are. But he starts off with a question that was quoted already many times until here in the Gemara. Why does the Mishnah have to start off with a number? You can count it yourself and you'll see what's the number. It says the Gemara, Minyana Lomali. Why do I need to write the number of how many Malachas there are? I can count, I can see it's 39. It's coming to tell us, If I did all 39 Malachas, knowing that it's Shamas, but not knowing that I'm not allowed to do these Malachas, as we explained earlier, and I did not find out about one Malacha before I've done the next Malacha, so he's telling it's 39, which means you're able to have to bring 39 carbon chatos to the base image. Now he's going to go and explain one by one or two by two these malachas. So the first two are one who sows as in plants and one who plows. Now, everybody knows that you plow before you plant. So how come the Mishnah says you plant and then you plow? One plows first before he plants. Litni, let it write in the Mishnah, the one who plows. Then he should write, Zerea, the one who plants. Says the Gemara like this. The Tanoim, the Mishnah, was obviously written in Eretz Yisrael. And in Eretz Yisrael, the land is much drier, much harder. And therefore, the Zari Biresha, they also plant first for other Karbi and then plow. You plow the ground to soften it in order that the seed should go inside. Usually in most countries, once you plow the ground and you throw in the seed, it's going to go deep inside. It's going to get covered by the soil. And it's going to grow. However, in Eretz Yisrael, that the land is much drier, much harder, then if you're just going to plow it and throw in the seeds, it's going to stay open. It's not going to be covered by the soil, by the ground. It's not going to grow. So you have to plow it again after planting in order that the soil should cover the seeds. So you might think that this is not included in the malach of plowing. You're not preparing the land for planting. You're helping it produce after already it was planted. So you might think it's not the same malachah. Does he know even that is also included? The plowing after the planting, as long as it's something which helps the soil produce the, the, the whatever it needs to produce, then it's uh, it's considered plowing. Okay. Now in the malachas of Shabbos, we're always focused on the goal what happens as a result, not in the action. So you can have many actions which belong to the same category, and then you can have one action that could be one of two or three categories, depending on what the goal and what the, what the, what the outcome will be. So in this idea of, pl of planting, there are many things which have the same concept as planting, which is helping things grow. And like this, there's something called av and tulda. We'll see soon. You have the basic malacha, 
which was in the Mishkan. And then you have something similar. It has the same result, it has a similar action, and therefore it's also not allowed. But then you have sometimes twin ovaries, which means many actions, which you cannot really say that one is the ah, one is the main category, and the other one is a subcategory. Rather, they're equally a different way of bringing out the same exact category. What does it make a difference? Well, it makes a difference like this. When you tell a person he's doing a mulacha on Shabbos, you tell him, hey, stop, you're doing a mulacha. Now, if he's picking his nose and you tell him, hey, stop, you're picking your nose, he'll say, what are you talking about? What's the problem with picking your nose on Shabbos? Or maybe there isn't. But whatever he'll do, he might not know what he's saying. Why are you telling me to stop? You have to tell him something which he'll understand. Yes, you're right. I'm not supposed to do this in Shabbos. So if he's, let's say, we'll see soon, he's pruning a tree, he's taking off the, the dry the dry branches. So you're telling him, hey, you're not allowed to prune. Why not? Which malach is it? So you have to tell him, you're not allowed to plant. And when you're pruning, you're helping it grow. Oh, now I understand. That's what I might think. It's not true in this particular case, but that's usually the case. Whenever I do something which isn't the original malach, which was in the Mishkan, and you tell me to stop, I must be told why I'm stopping. And I must be told the correct Av But sometimes if it's twin Av that both of these actions are equally the main action, which leads to the main result of this particular Malacha, that I could just tell them, you're not allowed to prune because you're not allowed to prune. And he should understand that his own, that that's making things grow, that's considered planting. It's not a subcategory that I have to tell them why it's not allowed, this is the actual thing itself. So let's see. Tana we want to know Bryce. As I say, I want to sow seeds as in the grains. Vahazoimer, one who prunes dry branches, whether that thing should grow better. Vahamitea, one who plants trees. Vahamavrich, one who bends a branch of the tree into the ground that another tree should grow from that branch. Vahamarkiv, one who grafts. A branch of one tree into a different tree, the same type of tree. So it's not an issue of grafting. It's not a. It's not an iser, but it's making this branch grow. Kulon melacha achasin. They're all one melacha, which means you don't have to warn him for one because of the other. Don't graft because you're planting. You don't graft because you don't graft because you understand yourself that grafting is a form of planting. You don't have to say that. It's a twin av melacha. Kulon melacha achasin. Why does he have to tell us that they're all one malacha? How come he's trying to tell us like this? He's telling us another thing. Not just when you do an ab and a tuldum, if you do a basic malacha and then something similar to it, you, uh, you, uh, what do you thresh the grains and you take it out of their, their husk, and he also squeezes uh, grapes. You take the grape juice out of it. So squeezing grapes is a tulda, is a subcategory. It's, it's, it's a result of threshing. So if I obviously if I threshed and I squeeze grapes by accident, I only bring one karmachatis. But what if I sowed seeds, grain seeds, and I planted a tree? Or I planted and I pruned? Am I chayiv two karmachatis? Because each of them is an Avmalach. Each of them is the basic category of the things that are not allowed in Shams. 
Maybe I'll have to bring two karmachadas. No. They are all basic malachas, but they're twins. And since they're twins, I only bring one karmachadas. That's what he tells us. Kula malacha achasein. They're all one malacha. That if you did all of those things together, although you did a lot of basic malachas, but they're me'ein malacha achas. They all belong to the same idea. Eini chayiv al achas you bring only one karmachadas. He said Why? What's the problem of pruning? Because he's planting the tree. One who plants, one who bends in the branch, one who grafts. The problem is that he's like sowing grain. What's going on here? Says the Gemara, Mishum Zereya in Mishum If you're grafting a tree, it's closer to sowing grain seeds rather than planting a tree. It's much closer to planting a tree. He says, Emo, you should say, Af Mishum Zereya, also because of planting seeds, which means like this. We said earlier that you have to tell a person, it's not so clear. Texas has two ways to learn it, but let's take it the simpler way. When a person does a malach, you have to tell him, hey, you're doing this and this basic malach. Because otherwise, he doesn't know what you're talking about. So let's take back what I said before. Pruning isn't so obvious. I'm cutting branches and I don't even need them. So I'm not harvesting, I'm not cutting fruit. I'm not planting, I'm taking things away. I don't see right away why it's considered a malach. Now, if you'll tell me you're sowing grain, what connection does this have to sowing grain? I'm not sowing it, it's not grain. If you tell him you're planting a tree, oh, you're right, I'm helping the tree grow. I could see the link. Since I could see the link, I'm considered warned. If I'm considered warned, I, 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 if I continue doing it, they could punish him because he, he should have known better. He should have... He, he understood what they're saying. They made sense what they're saying, and he accepted it. He should have stopped. So he just considered doing it on purpose. When someone is planting a tree, when someone is grafting, when someone is bending a branch into the ground that another tree should grow, and someone tells him, hey, you're sowing seeds, you see right away the link. I'm putting something into the ground that should grow. I'm putting something into the ground that should grow, into the tree which is in the ground that it should grow. I'm bending the branch in the ground that it should grow. The link is very clear. He can't say, oh, I thought he was joking. There's no connection between sowing seeds and grafting. Of course there's a connection. Obviously, if they were telling him you're planting a tree for sure, you would be high. But he's also high if he was told, you're sowing seeds, you're sowing grain. However, when someone is pruning a tree and you tell me sowing grain, I think he fell off the moon. He doesn't know what you're talking about. You have to tell me planting a tree. Oh, you're right. I have to stop. Fine. Send the Gemara another thing. If someone is pruning a tree from dry branches in a way that it helps the tree to grow better, to grow fresh branches afterwards, but he also wants the wood, he wants to light a fire. So he's doing two results in one. He's cutting something useful and he's making the tree grow better. And he wants them both. 
So then Chayitzhtayim, one action includes two malachis. One thing is, is cutting, is harvesting. Another example, Amar of Yasef, Hangman, the person who cuts hay. Hay is when the, when, the, when the grain isn't ripe yet, and they cut it for the animals, and then it grows again. It helps it grow again better. That's what they do it. Otherwise, why would they waste the grain for the animals? They cut it when it's not ripe, and they save that for the animals, and then it grows again even better. Afterwards, so you're helping it grow, and you want the hay. So then also, you're doing two results in one. So one thing is you're harvesting something useful. You're making things grow. Another example. One who cuts beets. Um, I guess when they're not so ripe, or, they're, or he cuts them right away when they're ripe and he could use them, which meant they're still in the season that they could grow. So the fact that I cut the beet that was ready, it makes another beet grow. If I would just leave, it'll be a large beet. I wouldn't get more beets, or maybe it wouldn't be as much or as large. Now that I'm cutting it, so now I'm using the beet, I'm going to eat it, plus new beets will grow. I'm helping it grow. So again, Chayim Shtayim, now, why do we have to have these three examples? What's the difference between them? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's the difference. I mean, it could be that each one of them just said it on their own. They didn't even say it. In relationship to what the other person said, why does the one have to record all three? Obviously, there's some sort of a chiddush in each one of them. Either, I mean, you could see that each one is going a step further in how much he needs what he cut. The first one needs it for wood, the second one is for animal food, and the third one is for human food. But again, if cutting for wood is considered cutting, for animal food for sure, and for animal food, then for sure for human food. So if anything, it should be the other way around. It could be that the more useful the thing you're cutting is, the more you would think that the other benefit you're getting, the fact that it's growing better, is less in your mind. You're much more focused on this immediate benefit. You would think that that would cancel out everything else, and I would just be high for the fact that I'm cutting. So he says, no, even if it's animal food, you still also want the fact that it should grow better. Even if it's human food, you still are focusing on the fact that it should grow better. Maybe. Maybe that's what he's saying. Okay. Next, after Zerea comes back, plowing. What's the idea of plowing? You're making the ground soft in order that it should be able to think you should be able to plant things over the thing you should grow. So it doesn't have to be actually plowing with a rake or whatever else. Anything which softens the ground in a place that's meant to be planted is considered khirish. digs a hole. is one who makes a a line in the ground, like a, a dent, how do you call it? Uh, he makes a like a, 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 a groove. He makes a groove in the ground. And again, these are equal malachas, so they're both basic malachas, all basic malachas, but they, you don't, you're not hiding a few carbon chatos because they have the same goal, the same idea. So they all belong to the same category. 
Now, here we're going to bring an example of the same action where it depends where you're doing it and therefore what's the benefit of it. And therefore there'll be a difference which malacha you're doing. If someone had a bump, you know, they had earth floors, if you want to say that, they had sometimes houses without flooring. And then there was a bump, a small hill in the ground. And he shaved it. He made the ground flat. It's not allowed. But what's the problem? If he does it at home, the problem is that he's building. He's not plowing. He's not going to plant any trees in his house. He's, he's fixing the house. When you fix something, especially something which is connected to the ground, you're fixing it for use. It's considered building. Besond, if it's in the field, the problem is you're once you take off the piece, the bump, so first of all, you're, you're making the ground smoother, it's easier to plow and plant. And also, that part where the bump was lifted from is softer. And since it's softer, you could plow them, you could plant them much better. So the, the, the result is a different result. Amr Rabbi, I have another example. I'm sorry, not uh, Amr Rabbi, I'm sorry. Amr Rabbi. Someone had a ditch, a hole in the ground, and he filled it up with soil, with fresh soil, with fresh earth. Again, if you're doing it at home, what did you benefit from this? You have a flat floor. So you're building. If it's in the field, the problem is you're, the, the, the extra earth, soil you're putting in to fill in that hole is softer than the rest. And it's more ready, more useful, more, more beneficial for, for, for sowing, for planting. And therefore, you're preparing the ground for planting. So it's considered chayish. Okay. Now we're going to say, here we saw already something unique about um, digging or doing work in the ground, that it depends where it is, which malachah will fall under whether it's Boina, whether it's Chayrush. Now I'm going to say something else unique about this. That since we're looking at a place where it's beneficial, which means if it's not in the house and it's not in the field, or if it's in the house and you're digging the hole, which we didn't bring that example yet, there's no benefit. If there's no benefit, it's not the Malach. Why? Other times, sometimes the action that you did, even with no benefit, is already the Malach, it's still the Malach. But in this case, the only time you have it, if you're not, another, I'm sorry, if you're not having a benefit, you're ruining. And to ruin something, you're always potter on Shabbos. Let's see. digs a hole on Shabbos. He only needs the earth. He doesn't need the hole. He's not going to use it. Potter Allah, he's potter. That he says, usually says that if I do malacha, but I do not need the benefit. I, uh, in other words, the actual benefit which belongs to the malacha. We'll see later. For example, putting out a fire, I don't want the coals. I just don't. I want the fire out. I'm potter. I'm sorry. I'm chay. Rabbi Shimon says you're potter because the benefit of putting out a fire is to have coals. And here you don't have it, but he says, Yechayv, you did something useful, you put out the fire, you didn't want the fire, you didn't ruin anything. But in this case, even a Yehuda, which says that any benefit is okay, even if it's not the benefit which belongs to the original category, 
But if you're digging a hole, you're just ruining things. If you're just ruining things, then 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 you're part of, Although you need, although you need the, the sand, so seemingly you're 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 getting some use of it, but you're still ruining the place you're digging. And since you're ruining the place you're digging, therefore you're part of. Let's see. Someone who digs a hole in Shabbos, he only needs the, the earth, the sand, potter, he's potter. That says, that if you do a malach, but you don't need the benefit which the category of the malach is based on, you're still chayev. That's if you fix it. You're ruining, you're ruining. Rashi says it's talking about if it's in the house. If you're making a hole in the house, so then you're you're definitely ruining, you're 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 destroying your house. Although you want to have the sand for whatever odd reason, it's con- it's not considered a malachim. What will be in the field? I'm not sure. If it's in an empty space that no one's using, the chayyim will be chayyim because you're not ruining anything. Not definitely not anything which matters to you. But if you're in the field, maybe it is also ruining it because you can't plant over there. If it's anywhere that you're, it belongs to you. And by digging it up, you're ruining it. Even though you want to use the sand, you're still fucking. Right? Next. Koitzer refers to harvesting wheat. But you can have the same action in many other things. Tana we learned. Hakoitzer, one who cuts wheat. Haboitzer, one who cuts grapes. Vahagoy, the one who cuts dates. Vahamoisik, and one who cuts olives. The ha'ayda, one who cuts figs. In Russian HaKodesh, there's a special word for each. Kula malacha achas, saying the same thing. They're all the basic malacha. They belong to the same category. If you did them all, then you're... If you did them all, you're chayib only one chatas. Okay. Amen HaPapa. HaPapa wanted to say something similar to what we said before, that you could do one action which includes two malachas. Haiman, a person, the shoda that throws a piece of rock or a piece of wood or a piece of earth, the dikla, to a palm tree. And he made that the date should fall down. He's doing two mulachas. He's detaching from the ground like harvesting. What's mefarik? So mefarik is another way to describe dosh. Dosh. When you thresh wheat, you're pressing on it, and the kernel comes out of the husk. So, whenever you remove something from its natural covering or its natural thing that it's attached to, you also remove it from the husk. You also remove it from its uh, the straw that it's attached to. You're doing two things. So, when you're detaching something from its original cover. Or its original base, which 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 holds a few things together, one of those two, that will be considered mefarik, removing, removing a load. This I'm saying now according to Rashi. So here by the dates, they grow in bunches and like I don't know, you call them like clusters, like different, like 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 uh, um, like a bunch of dates together. When you're throwing a piece of earth and it falls down, single dates fall down. So they're getting detached from the tree, but they're also getting detached from the 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 whatever you call it, the the bunch with, with, which they're hanging on. 
So you're also detaching them from like their, the, the equivalent to their straw. The, you're, you're detaching them. Tayson says that the main point is that you're uncovering them. There's some sort of a peel on top of them. When you throw a piece of earth in it, it goes out of that peel and it falls down to the ground. Okay. So you're doing you're detaching from the tree and you're either removing it from its base or you're removing it from its shell, from its covering. You're doing tumulachas together. Ravashi Yomar, no. You're right that he's detaching it from the tree and he's removing it from its base. But he's doing it in an unusual way. And the rule is that any malacha which is done in an unusual way, you're potter. It's also with Rabbana, but you're potter. So you're not high of anything. Not for detaching and not for uh, taking it out of its cover because he didn't do them in an unusual way. Fine. Next, the Amir gathering into bundles, into piles, the wheat. Amar Rabba, it's supposed to be. Haiman the Konif Milcha, one who gathers salt in Malachto, from the place where they gather the salt. They, they make a, like a, a, a groove coming from the sea, and the water comes in over there, and then it dries out, and the salt is left over there. So there's a bunch of salt in that groove. And someone comes to that groove and he takes out the salt and puts it into bags. He piles them up together. So this is as if where they grew, where they didn't grow. That's where how I, so to say, produced them, produced the salt. And now I'm gathering it together. So I'm, I'm, I'm like making bundles. That's what Rabbi says. Abai Omar, no. Ein imur karaka. Whenever we speak about these mulachis, the basic mulachis that are done to plants, it only applies to plants. That's the only thing which is similar. When things grow on the ground and then I gather them together, that's that's a mulach. But soul doesn't grow, and therefore it's not considered that I'm gathering it together. It is considered, but it doesn't matter. I mean, the rice, it doesn't matter because I'm not gathering together anything which grows. The Allah is that it's actually not allowed because they're born in Minakzaira, but we accept what Abaya said that he's not Chayiv Ma'amra. Okay? Ba'adosh, threshing, taking out the kernels from the husk. Tanamuntan Abraisa, Hadosh, threshing. Ma'amanapit, one who combs flax in order to take out all the bits that are left in the flax, the seeds or any other bits, you're not combing it to soften it, to prepare it to be to be spun as we do to wool, which is a malacha on its own. Here you're combing it in order to take out all the seeds, all the bits. So you're basically removing something from the things that are naturally attached to it. Or let's say you're removing them from it. Either way, you're removing either uh, things that are attached or things that are covered, uh, which naturally are attached and actually are covered, you're removing them for long-term use. That's the idea of dosh. The same thing uh, with the with the cotton. 
I'm not sure if Menavis actually means combs or it means like shaking it out. Sometimes Menavis can mean like you shake it out from all the bits inside or you shake out the, also the, the, the cotton from all the bits inside. So you're removing either the seeds from the cotton, the seeds from the flax. You're removing something that you want to use from the other thing which is naturally attached in order to use it long term. Then that's considered the same idea. They're all the same category of dash. They are twin malachas. Okay. Same thing, Imam. Oh, his time is really up. Let me just see. I think the next piece will be worth it to say because afterwards is a bit longer. You winnow the, 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 the grains to, to throw it in the ear that the grain should fall down to the ground and all the husks should fly away. And then you choose it from all the pebbles and, or from the rotten pieces. And then you sift it to take out the leftover bran should not be mixed in, or the, let's say the thin flour should go out and you preserve only the thicker flour, which is considered more, better quality. So all three of these are doing the same goal. They're removing the bad from the good. So why can't you just smush them in to one mulach? Why are they considered three? Hainu winnowing is the same idea. Hainu is the same idea as choosing. Hainu is the same idea as sifting. Why are we splitting them into three? So Abayi, they both said, whatever malacha was in the mishka, and it was an important malacha, an important part of the process, which they did all of these, as we'll see, in order to prepare the dye. Although they are, they are similar to each other, we do count it, because, um, because it's it's Hashem. It's was in the mishka, and we count it as a second malacha. One of the things you do with wheat is you crush it in a special crusher, in a pestle, a myrtle, whatever you call that thing. You crush it uh, in order that it should uh, grind better. Um, no, I'm sorry, in order that uh, there's a thin, a thin like covering, a thin skin on it. You want to remove that as well. So we included in dust and threshing, but they definitely did it in the Mishkan to the seeds for the dye. Why don't we count it as a separate malacha? the reason is We only count things which are very necessary for making bread. The poor people don't care about that thin skin. They skip that part of the process. However, all the other details they had, they did. The whole meal was not a thing then. They would everyone would take make sure that they, they sifted and they, and they window it and they take away all the husk because they didn't want it, even poor people. Rav Amar, Rav said something else. Hamani Rebihi. The one who doesn't count Kodesh is Rebihi, the Nazi Dhamma that he says, Obvis Malachis, Abayim Chasarachis, are 39 Malachis. We Chashim Kodesh, if you'll count it, how many are Abayim? It'll be 40. Why don't we skip a different one? Why are we skipping Kodesh? Why, why do we choose to, to leave Zoyra, Boyra, and Merakid and leave Kodesh out? Let's switch. Abayi's answer is better that a part of the process which we could skip, not everyone does, we don't count. A part of the process which everyone does, we count. Okay, so what do we learn over here? One thing is you need to say 39 malachis 
in order to say that Yechayim 39 Chatois. The Mishnah mentions plowing after plant, after planting because in Eretz Yisrael they will plow after planting in order to cover it. And we want to tell you that's also considered plowing. Um, if someone sows uh, grain, plants trees, grafts, prunes, bends a branch of a tree in the ground that another tree should grow, he's only high one chata because they all belong to the same canopy. If someone is pruning, you can't tell him, hey, you're planting grain, you're sowing grain. You don't see the, the, the connection. You have to tell him, hey, you're planting a tree. However, if, he, if he's uh, pruning or if he's, uh, I don't know if he's pruning, if he's uh, planting a tree or if he's grafting and you tell him, hey, you're sowing seeds, it makes sense. He sees the connection because they're both making things grow. If you're pruning and you want the wood, you're doing two in one. You're cutting because you want, you want whatever you cut. And you're also preparing the tree to grow better. The same applies if you cut hay and it's going to grow better. The wheat's going to grow better if you're cutting beets and more beets are going to grow. You're doing two in one. You're hiring for both. Then plowing includes also digging a hole, making a groove, and because you're softening the ground for, for, for planting. Now, sometimes you can do the same action and it depends where you're doing it, which malach is going to be. If you remove a bump in the ground, if it's at home, you're building. If it's in the if it's in the in the field, you're plowing because you're making it softer. If you fill a hole in the in the house, you're building. If you fill it in the field, you're plowing because that that part is soft and you can plow better. If you dig a hole and you only want the sand, you're definitely potter. Even if you hold that that which is not done for its main cause, you're still chayiv. But here you're ruining your house, you're ruining whatever you're digging a hole in, and therefore you put. Then there's many things you could cut, many fruits, and they all have different names, but they all have the same malacha and khatas. If you throw a piece of earth and you make dates fall down from the tree, so you also make them fall down the tree, and you make them be removed from their peel or removed from the, the, the bunch. So, Papa wanted to say that you have two malachas. Came Ramashi and he said, "No, you're not have anything. It's not the usual way. If you gather salt from the from the groove where the salt is gathered, so and Rabbi wanted to say you're chayiv as in gathering, but Rabbi said no, only if it grows. So the truth is, you only chayiv, you only awesome in the Rabbanon. Then we spoke about threshing that any any action you do to anything which grows to remove different bits which are connected to it is considered like threshing. And then we spoke about winnowing, choosing, and sifting, which is all the same goal. You're trying to separate the bad from the good. So how come it's counted as three? Because they're all in the Mishkan. How come we don't count crushing, uh, which, which was done in order to, uh, to remove this the closer skin? Because poor people skip it. It's not a necessary part of the process of making bread. It's not just because we have to have 39 and not 40, because then we could take away either winnowing or choosing or sifting. The fact that those three are there and crushing isn't here because we only count things that no one skips in the process of making bread. This is whole 